0: You're listening to the Water Into Wine podcast, hosted by Grace Valentine and Ketley Valcourt.
1: Hey guys, welcome back to Water Into Wine. I'm one of your hosts, Ketley, and I'm your other host, Grace Valentine. So, Catley, what did we want to talk about today? Um, dun, well, dun, dun. we are talk. I love the background music. We mm-hmm. are um, talking about boundaries, which I think is so important to discuss. But to set up boundaries, I just feel like you want to just know someone a little better. So, we want to do a little life update because I feel like oh yeah, we get a chit chat all the time. But- I don't even know anything that's going on because okay, I asked you, didn't I ask you? Was it two?
0: Episodes ago, I made I said I was bullying you into going on two dates. Oh so. my gosh! Yes, 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 yes. Okay, yes, 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 <laughs> wait. Did you just do it? First, just give me yes or no so I know if I'm gonna start off mad. <laughs> no. Ah,
1: I can't. I didn't. I didn't. It. Um, but it's so funny because it took me it took all of me not to call you this week because I'm like, Ugh, she's gonna want to hear about it and I, I want to hear her actual reaction so do you, do you remember yes yes i do do you remember when we were at the beach right yes and we went, we went out with a mutual friend of mine and um she yeah this is it. Yes. <laughs> she was like hey kelly um there's this guy that i think that like you would vibe Wait, with stop. so well and i was he like was yeah so cute. he was a cutie boy a cutie boy and he was like he flew planes right? yes so uh, cutie boy stop. pilot yeah so him and i have actually like talked to, like several times him and i are just like good instagram friends like nothing super crazy um, and then recently he started posting that he was in France and I was like, oh, that's so dreamy. I love it. So I like, you know, slid up with the like hard eyes cause he posted something like a scenery whatever. And then he started talking to me and like, kid you not for the past like week, him and I have been talking. So it's been super sweet. Um, started teaching me French. So Stop. now That's we so like talk in French and everything. Catley in Paris, a new TV Catley series. in Paris. <laughs> That's what we're striving for. So nothing super crazy. But still, honestly, as long as there's like a
0: good every girl deserves to have like okay and I know sometimes people go through funks where they're like oh I don't really want to date anyone right now I'm in a season of singleness and like I feel like God's called me to that and I am not against that at all I think that can be so rewarding trust me I love being single and I think it's so good for your worth but I also think it's so fun to always have someone you're like kind of flirting with you know Oh yeah, just to remind yourself like okay I'm a catch like It's a fun tension to have. And also, we're young. This is a time when we can. Like, we're single. And so I'm just proud of you for even, like, going up and giving him the hard eyes or whatever it was that did the magic, you know? I
1: know. And it's been so sweet. And just because he's just so, like, it's just been one of those fun little things that um, I didn't really put much thought into it before. But it just really just comes with that nonchalant, like, really just not really expecting much, having a little bit of fun attitude. Um, but I will keep you guys updated on Pilot Boy. Yay!
0: I'm glad. Honestly, I feel like, gosh, I feel like a pilot is always every girl's dream. <laughs> but then Peter from The Bachelor kind of ruined that one. You never watched The Bachelor, did I've you? I've
1: watched it once, once or twice. But I love the updates. I do love the updates. Yes.
0: Anyways, okay. Well, glad that happened for you. I'm still kind of talking to Doctor Eyelashes. Still. Figuring it out, just still figuring it I out. I know life's life's about figuring it out. Um, have you gone any dates? Since well, it's hard time? because he doesn't actually live True. here, but we've like faced him and we've talked and like I don't know. It's just like it's I it's I mean he's a great guy. I just don't know. I mean I'm in a season where I travel. He's gonna be coming here again soon, like this weekend soon. So oh okay, well there you go. I'll so be good. Um, but it's also hard because it's like he has a friend here and he has friends. In Orlando. So it's like we just need probably more one-on-one time for me to figure it out. And at the age of 25, I feel like it's at the point where I don't want to even like be like put a label on it until I know it's something I see. Oh, yeah, definitely. So but I just feel like I tread very slow.
1: As you should. I think a lot of times, especially in our age right now, is just like we want to like put labels to things, want to, un- want to understand things. But it's just like in re- the reality whatever will happen will happen and like kind of just taking it as it comes is going to give us the best clarity through it all
0: oh 100 like what's the saying i think it's like always be like expect the best but don't be like tied to the expectations oh, expect- you know what i'm the saying best prepare for the worst no is no there's a better saying like as in like ha- be hopeful for good things to come but don't be attached to the outcome
1: uh okay that makes a lot more sense and so
0: that's kind of how i feel like honestly of dating at 25 like be hopeful like always believe but you know you can dm someone the hearts like Kelly and then it could be great but okay anyways we're gonna talk about boundaries we had said um and not just boundaries when it comes to like physical boundaries or like, relationship boundaries, but even, like, work, career, family, friends, uh, things like that. Even the girl who annoys you in your class or the girl you're kind of friends with in the group who feels toxic, whatever it may be. Um, But first, let's talk about physical boundaries. We were just talking about dating, Ketley. And I feel like physical boundaries are, like, either overplayed. I think nowadays the church is like, wow, we're so good. The church doesn't talk about sex. We're talking about sex this month. I'm like, you know how many churches, like, do, like, a sex series now for the young adults? Oh, my gosh,
1: and relationships. It's like,
0: get ready, guys. This Sunday night, bring all your single friends. Like, we're talking equally about relationships. Yoked. Equally yoked isn't eggs. It's,
1: <laughs> it's, it's actually
0: the dunk. Anyways, I feel
1: like it's like I've heard... At all, like and you hear that, like a youth pastor, it's like yeah, so we're gonna talk, we're gonna talk about it, guys. We're talking about sex and blah blah blah, and I'm gonna invite like, my hot wife and up here. Sex is
0: a good thing, like sex, sex created is a great it, great Thing, sex is awesome. And you're like sitting and there, like okay, life. where are we
1: going with this? I know,
0: and but I agree, like okay, I think the issue with physical boundaries is we're either like we i think it's so easy to idolize virginity in right. general and that i even always say even when like i wasn't really following jesus i still stayed a virgin because i'm a virgin now waiting till marriage i still stayed a virgin not you know still in the party crowd because i liked being the virgin girl like i liked it for like almost prideful reasons That i was like the girl that even all the party guys because at the end of the day it's easy to think in high school i know it's you feel like no one respects the virgin girl the girl got made fun of but as you get older older those are the, like a lot of times guys will like kind of prefer that, which is honestly annoying if they prefer they're like this crazy guy and they're like, oh, I love that you're a virgin, you know? Oh, definitely. Like, in a challenge way. But so uh, it's easy to also wait for the wrong reasons. So it's easy to have boundaries that aren't good for the right reasons you get what I'm
1: saying oh no definitely and I think a lot of times now is like what pushes people to like go past those boundaries is that I don't know if you heard this saying but it's like oh um you have to know what you like or like test drive the car test drive the car before you buy it and all this stuff and I think it's such like a hard I guess like a um crappy way to look at your sexuality or your virginity but like it's not a vehicle it's not like an actual yeah. materialistic thing it's something that's you're creating a soul tie with like one person it's, it's like
0: secular people okay have done that and been annoying but there's also been Christian sayings oh, that are yes. so toxic like you are a gift and you're unwrapped and you don't want I remember like the sticky note analogy like have you heard that one <gasps> yes. like if you have sex once and they use the sticky note and it goes and now it doesn't work as well and I'm like, that is like toxic mentality to tell because I know there's plenty of girls. Like, if you're sitting here and you didn't wait for sex, I want you to know you're. That's completely normal, and you are welcome here. And it doesn't mean that you're stuck and that you will never be able to wait or have boundaries that you feel like are holy and represent Christ. Again. Oh,
1: definitely. And like, your wholeness has not tied up in your sexuality. It's not because now that I'm broken, now that I'm half of a person. Like, that's that's exactly what young girls are gonna hear. Yeah.
0: God is at the gates asking you how many like people you've slept with. Oh my and gosh! Like, like, can
1: you imagine? Did you no. like
0: have a sex with your boyfriend? And I'm also, I know, I if I feel like God is almost, and this is for the single girls, I think God kind of knows that I would easily be tempted to have sex before marriage. And so, yeah, I did someone in high school, and it became close. Like, you know, like, we didn't, you know, like, it's very close. <laughs> anyway, so, like, okay, I kind of slept in. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, kidding. I'm kidding. Please don't listen, mom, dad, grandma. Um, but... <laughs> so it's very it's very easy i've seen for my friends in long-term relationships that when they tell me like yeah i've had sex i'm like you know what it's so normal but like also i want you to know you don't have to you know like right. you can save that for something later down the road and i've also known friends who have had sex and then they went back and they waited and that's so beautiful and if anything that's i applaud people who do that but boundaries are weird because there's no like one step in the bible that says okay don't go to third base like don't don't honestly oh yeah like, don't kiss is, on the
1: second date like yeah. in proverbs 32 don't have him or whatever you up
0: till what like six months seven months to wedding you know like whatever it may be like right. there's no
1: black out like what is how far is too far and so kelly what do you think is too far Okay, and that's it's hard because this cookie cutter answer of what's too far, I think every person needs to sit down with themselves and ask them like what is what makes me uncomfortable and like have that honest conversation with your mm. with your partner of like, okay, what makes me uncomfortable is being in the in the car alone, you know, past eleven PM. Like I know that was definitely a, a rule that my girlfriends and I had when we were in college of like do not be with a guy past like eleven PM because like we're just gonna set that boundary for Aww, ourselves. That's good. Um and not, we, not me and my college friends. We <laughs> <laughs> went to a Christian college. Oh yes, and yeah. No, we I definitely, did too. <laughs> but I true, didn't Baylor's up. Christian, but we all definitely did mess up. I don't want to like give you guys this uh, idea that like we that fixed were it. We you were you ever in the
0: car at eleven oh one with a guy?
1: Oh my gosh, there were times where we cut it close. No, definitely went past it. Um, went past eleven p.m. Went past midnight, all that good stuff. Um, but nothing crazy ever happened. It was just one of those things where we never wanted to even entertain the line. So we would kind of like. Have those boundaries set up. We would, um, we would always kind of. So there was this guy in one of my classes who said this one phrase, and he would always say, um, "Make a plan, make a decision about the decision before the decision." Oh, I like that. And that was something I, and it was like it was out of nowhere we're talking about like business or whatever had nothing to do with r- boundaries or relationships. But I used to apply that still do honestly to every part of my life. Cause I'm like, I don't want to ever be in the situation where I'm trying to like scramble to figure out what I'm going to do. Mm. So that was kind of what I would implement with myself and my other friends and stuff of like, I'm going to make this decision before the decision yeah, about the decision. Yeah. And
0: I think that's honestly what's helped me with, I have a lit- I, I think there's nothing wrong. Some people are like, when should I tell a guy that I want to wait? And I'm like, well, he should want to wait too. And I feel like I've had to explain it to so many guys and you can tell by the response that they actually want to wait. It doesn't mean that he has to have a perfect resume, but as long as he like desires for that. But I feel like I've had to sit people down and go, this is and kind of early, like even like second dates and be like, hey, this is where I stand on this before you get into like an awkward situation. And someone once told me that sounds like such an awkward conversation. And like, yeah, it's awkward because yeah, you're talking about like, mm, can I go this far, but this far, you know? Right. But I think, yeah, I think when girls start being like, okay, can I do this? Can I do, can I go third base? Can I, like, have them fill me up? Whatever it may be, then you're getting to the point where, as silly as it sounds, you're trying to, like, negotiate. Oh, definitely. But I don't also think that if you do those things, that necessarily, like, that makes you like your marriage, not holy or like your relationship, not even like a good God relationship. I think each person's different. I think conviction comes from the Holy spirit and not from what your youth pastor said was bad, but from like your prayer time, like you should know God enough to know I feel guilty doing this or I don't feel guilty to doing this, you know? Uh, and that's like yeah. you, I don't feel guilty kissing a boy. And I know some girls who do, and so, I mean, I'm not going to go kiss random boys, you know, not saying I haven't ever kissed some frogs, but, you know, I've never kissed some frogs. but I'm not, you know, it's like, but I know people who do and that's each their own,
1: you know. And I think having someone who's a little bit older or sorry, a little bit farther in life, a little bit older than you. Yeah. Um, to be that go to person, because, yes, like we all like to have the fun little boy stories with um, girlfriends who are our age. But having like, for example, I'm 26 and having like someone who's like 28, 29, even 30, like my cousins, my sister, like they're such great go to's because they're that much farther in life. Where they're like, okay, I can understand why you want to have fun. I understand why you messed up, but like, still, like, look, look at me. I messed up, and I'm still alive. I still have a career. Still have a job. I'm still, you know, my heart's still pumping. I'm still going. Um, and like, kind of, that's just like your safety net. of making you believe you're not crazy for all the emotions you're feeling and you're still not crazy for being upset about something. You're also not crazy for having a sex drive. And I think like yeah. hormones are normal. You should it's great that you wanna
0: pounce on him. Like that's like uh, that's I, a good sign. If you don't want to pounce on him, you're probably not attracted to you're him. Attracted <laughs> to and I hate him. okay. I hate when Christian like preachers are like I think sometimes dating for Christians have to become so much like if he's a Christian and you're a Christian, then like you can make it work. And like, I think you could make it work, but you don't have to make it work in this day and age. You can want to wait for someone you're attracted to. It doesn't have to be like Zac Efron, (laughs) but like someone that you have chemistry with. Like sexual
1: tension is important. Like you should have sexual tension. Doesn't mean you should pounce on it, but, like, you know, you should That's have it. That's a good it. indicator that there's something there that you guys are just like, wait, maybe we can explore in a relationship Because when you get married, together. I will
0: say, there was this really sweet couple who live in College Park, and I went and saw them at their beach place, and my favorite thing about them was, like, they're, like, 45, maybe. And I'll never forget, like, the mom sitting on the guy's lap and, like, the her, like, kind of caressing. It was, like, sweet. Like, it was, right. like, you could definitely tell. But something you don't see many 45-year-olds do these days change. And That's I true. after I saw that, I was, like, I want, like, a marriage like that one day where, like, at 45, 50, I'm still, like, flirting, touching. Like, I'm not, like, you know, I, I still want to have sex with him all the time. you Right. Know? So it's great if you feel that way, but have
1: boundaries, protect your heart, and guard it in that way. Definitely. So talking about boundaries with guys and in relationships is always a good thing. But I feel like a... One thing we as girls suck at is boundaries with friends. And where do we draw oh, the totally. line? Well,
0: I think it's hard. I feel this a lot because there's certain level of friendships you have. You know, there's yeah. like your go-to, your like top three. And so Jesus' top even had his top three, which is like Peter, James, and his beloved John. Those were like his top three. And then everyone else in his 12 are his posse. Right. And so you can only be friends with so many people. And so you have to have the boundaries of understanding that and like saying, okay, these three people – are people who are gonna know everything about my life my mentor people who are pouring into me people who even some of my family members but not all my family members it depends like they'll know everything about me but also i think it's so important to understand and having the boundary that just because you're private about something doesn't mean you're keeping something secret
1: oh def- there's definitely a difference between keeping something personal and keeping something private and i think that is the difference in what that person what that friend where they fall in and where they line up in um and definitely with the whole like with looking at jesus life and his three he also had the one john and it was on the cross where he was like um john look at your mother mother look at your new son and this is that moment where jesus is like i have trusted you i've loved you you know me so well to where i'm gonna trust you to take care of my mother after i'm gone like i think we all need that one person and a lot of times in this christian girl world we're always just like oh my god can i be honest for a second can i be truthful to like 50 people but in reality like you don't need that many hands in your life you don't need that many people trying to speak into your life and that's mm-hmm. something i'm even learning now of like who do i allow to speak into my spiritual life oh that's
0: so good because I think a lot of times too I'll share so much of my life with so many people and then I'll get twenty different opinions. Oh, And yeah. it'll drown out the opinions that actually matter. It's like oh, yeah. it's like what's the saying if you want to actually if you're not looking at their life and you admire their life, don't take their advice. Mm, You know, why would you take advice from someone who it doesn't mean that they've had to have had it perfect every time, you know, definitely. But someone that like you admire their life, you admire their walk with Christ. Like those are the people you should be taking advice from. Like you should, like sometimes it's easy to listen to fun podcasts that are secular. And then I'm like, Oh, this is what she said about men. All men believe this. And I'm like, wait, why am I taking advice from someone who literally isn't walking with Jesus in the same way that I want to. It's all fun and games. But if that voice becomes too loud and same with the like, The girl I like. I remember sitting next to people like in class in like high school and being like, "Tell me what. What does this boy think? What should I say to this guy in this text?" And they would play all these games. You know, they would tell me, and like it would
1: work to get the guys that they like. But it wasn't what was holy, you know. And so just I like what you said about that. And I think like it's really cool to understand that like who are you allowing to speak into your life and looking at their life and making sure it reflects at least not even not exactly how want your life want your life to be like, but um just similar and in in, and in an admirable way. Um, And I think a lot of times um, we put too much pressure on what their opinions may even be. And if it doesn't turn out what they said is gonna be, now we're blaming them. In reality, we took the advice. And so it was kind of our fault too. I remember I had um, like going back to this idea like who we're letting speak into our lives. I had one of my, um, my principal, so I'm a teacher, if you don't know that already. Um, Ooh. Right. Miss Valcourt. Miss Valcourt. <laughs> it ages me, I swear. Um, but I had an observation with one of my principals and he's amazing. I love, uh, I just love how he leads. And he sat me down and he said, next time we talk, I want you to come up with your board of directors. And I was just like, what do you mean board of directors? And he's like, I want you to list out people in your life right now who you would put on your board of directors of your life. These are people, these they speak to Wow, into I like that. They lead you well like you want to learn from them you want to grow with them and Mm -hmm. I that's what I've been doing past month of like who is speaking to my life to where for example if I were just be on bed rest or like um, in like a vegetable state like these people were going to decide all my decisions and of course you're like oh your mom your dad like all this stuff but genuinely, every single part of your life have at least three people who you'd select to be on your board of directors. And friends
0: are truly the family that you get to pick.
1: And yes. So, but also, I will say,
0: there's nothing that pisses me off more than social climbers. And I saw it so much in college, like being in a sorority, those girls who switched groups each like year and hopped around. And so also understand that your friends are still going to be broken people. You have to, even your best friends, right. you'll have to give them a grace and they'll have to give you grace. And so... Also, being loyal, I think, is so important to your three people. You mm-hmm. know, like, find your board of directors and find your three people and be freaking loyal to them. Like, don't just climb to the next one and be like, oh, now they're not good for me in this season. Like, some of your friends may have married and having kids. One of my best friends married with a child, you know, Total different lives. We still see each other and it's still fun. And I tell her about my dating stories and she tells me about like him throwing up on the baby, throwing up on her, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, cool, funny. I threw up before a date because I was so nervous. am okay. Uh, such different lives. But we're still like, we're loyal to each other, you know? And so I think just accepting that your best friends don't have to, all that. And I think just having the boundary with like ex-friends especially that you can pour into them and give them grace, but it can be from afar. But also, girls can be freaking exclusive, and that's like my biggest pet peeve, is when yeah, girls, girls are mean. <laughs> live in exclusivity. And I hope to always be someone, doesn't mean that they're going to be a bridesmaid, and we have already t- talked about that, doesn't mean that they're going to be my best friend, but I want to be someone who invites people, who like me and my friend Ramsey, we, almost, we joke we have a list of people we call when it's time to hang out, and we hope that they hang out with us. And we love them, and they're our friends. Some of them I feel like, and like the large list are like random acquaintances who will be invited to my wedding, but like they're not people I would give get advice from. But like
1: I love having them in my life, you know. So just right. accepting that. So okay, we want to talk about exclusivity and inclusivity. Hello, sorry. Oh I, yeah. yeah. Inclusivity and wanting to invite people in, but what is the line where you have to you have to draw? That's a good point and say okay you have now proven to me that you're out of my three or out of my 12 but you know i know out of my masses you know they hook up with your boyfriend boyfriend they hook up with your ex boyfriend i remember that was a big scandal in
0: college is like these girls who were roommates and it was like a guy she dated for like three years and also a toxic ass ex and then someone else in her friend group dated him and it was just like i mean i would i would be messy i mean there's so many stories like that i mean i think at the end of the day when you around them are only feeling worse about yourself, time mm. to walk away. Because Jesus doesn't want you to feel worse about yourself. And also, you have to understand that you may be bad for someone as a friend and it doesn't mean that you're a horrible person. You just may be toxic for that one person. You may be like oil and water and you're not meant it's to be. like that one tick. Like, Am I the problem? I'm yes, and sometimes problem. we are the problem. And you have to...
1: Be okay with that, if that makes sense. And it, for you to draw the line and you to recognize that in the friendship is is such a big maturity move on your part to say, hey, I'm realizing the way I'm living, the way I'm talking, the way our relationship is, is I'm actually the issue and I need to step back and we need to like reevaluate this friendship and say that if this is even... For our benefit, are we growing from this? Are we actually pushing each other towards our goals, or are we mm-hmm. remaining stagnant and then thus like? Do you think dying? everyone
0: deserves a conversation of why y'all aren't meant to be, or can you just like ghost a friend? Like someone asks you to hang out, and can you just be like, "Oh, I can't, I can't," because I feel like that's like, I mean, that's my kind of my go-to. So too. you're asking like, do people? I will always, say I'm really busy. I'm yeah. a very busy person, I, and that shouldn't be an idol. I need to stop being so busy so that I can be more in the moment. But there's so many people, too, who are like, and I'll try to get, I'll get lunch with them like once every two months, and it's so great, and I love them. But there's certain people who ask to hang out, and I'm like, you
1: know what? I really don't have another spot. Like, yeah. like I
0: don't have another energy to give for a new person. So friend, you're asking, you know? do people
1: always need a reason? And
0: I think, like, honestly. Like, do you have to be complete. is it, do you owe okay. that res- honesty to them? Be like, mm. honestly, I have so many friends, sorry, I can take, like, a flight attendant. Like, I've considered this,
1: like, the, I know you have many options. I know but you have like, many mm. options, and we thank you for sorry. flying with us today. But Or even, like, I'm sold out. You know, like what like, I think in reality. Okay, so I have this issue where I, some people are so overcommunicative, which is I appreciate that. But when it comes to like canceling plans, just tell me you can't do it. Don't tell me that or, your grandma's in town and or the family's say like, that just don't, you just
0: don't want to. Be like, I'm so tired. I'm like, I totally so get that. So I don't just. I don't because that happens to me a lot where I think that I'm friends with someone but they like obviously aren't trying to hang out so I'm like okay just tell me you don't want to be my friend at this point but you don't have to say you don't want to be my friend just like stop texting me like it's not even don't, oh, definitely. Pl- don't play the oh my gosh girl I really wanted to but like uh, sorry my ha- brother cousin's hamster died and like now and I really just, like, have to be. You're and you like, just like got it thank you just say hey. no.
1: Yeah there's definitely been times where I feel like I've overstayed a friendship and like I'll definitely like call myself out on it where we've hung out and it's kind of like dang we have nothing to talk about and I think it's just one of those realities where we were both mature in the situation to where her and I will still like be Instagram friends but it's kind of like that drawback of like you know last time we hung out we just ate dinner and it was kind of like this was fun Probably not going to do it again. See you on Instagram. And that's totally normal. It's totally fine. And like, um, I feel like friendships are dynamic in that where they do kind of move backward and they regress. But if you want to take it personal and that's something in your own heart, you got to deal with, sweetie. Um, But I really don't. I've definitely been in a situation where I have taken it personal. And I've beat myself down of like, I'm too this or I'm too much or I'm too whatever. But in reality, people have just changed and shifted. And that's okay.
0: Yeah. And it's also, you don't own anyone friendship. And sometimes... They may be toxic. And I think one of our friends, Joe, she said it best as in, that you Her name's Josephine She's from friend Ramsey Anyways give her a shout out She went to University of Tennessee And she said mm-hmm. Okay you don't want to be So good at building boundaries That you start to build walls right. But almost you need to have Caution tape with certain people Like Yes like, saying like Okay like The COVID six feet away Right like, You know Like I will like love you And I'll be here But like there still needs to be A little bit of a distance And some people in your life You're just gonna have to Have that distance with For um, your own sake
1: And you're going to tell It's so telling of a person Of how they react When you set a boundary And that even says Even more of like wow like if they're reacting negatively wow that boundary should have went up forever that caution tape it should have maybe been like a six foot wall then um but it's so telling if a person's like hey I totally get that like what I said what we did what whatever happened was too much I'm gonna respect your boundary um and that's honestly maybe room to have that friendship rekindle maybe like let's work on it let's be better Okay, so now work boundaries. What's work your boundaries. boundaries so, like I said, I'm a teacher. I teach middle schoolers um, Bible, civics, and literature, and I also have a, uh, I have a study hall of ninth grade boys. So when I'm, I'm saying this because. My kids are all around the spectrum of ages. So a lot of them might, may not even have a phone. And some of them have social medias. They all have a TikTok. So I am private. So if you try to follow me or whatever, like you're probably going to see a little like, oh, like private, whatever. Yeah, it's because of my kids. I, they try to find me. So she'll
0: accept you. But yeah, yeah and I'll accept you in everything. You create, but that's a
1: boundary I had to yeah. create early on because my kids have definitely to, like, let me to believe that they cannot handle that um. But it's just a simple boundary that I have and I always tell my kids like hey like email me after school If you have questions, but after 11 p.m. And on the weekends like I'm probably like don't email me I will still mm, check my email email
0: in general, but yeah,
1: I'm I tell them I'm like you need you guys have a break over the weekend And I need one too. So I tell them to not try to email me over the weekends Sometimes they do, and sometimes it's important, and I'll reply. But that just really shows them, like, okay, like, she is still a person. She still has a personal life, and, she, and like, we as her students, and sometimes, like, work, I need to respect that. So that's, like, a boundary that I have. What about you?
0: Yeah, I mean, for me, it's also anyone who owns their own business or is, like, hustling for it. Like, well, also keep in mind, I have, like, three different careers right now. The nanny and I work part time for church doing social media, and I'm doing my own speaking, writing, writing another book. Like I'm honestly in way of my head, and I know I feel convicted. I need to give something up for my own rest. You know, I've been awful at resting, and so that, that's important boundaries. I'm like I can't do it all, and I think the hardest thing is each of those careers thinks that they are my number one, you know? And right. that's the hardest part. Is I'm like, okay, my book is probably my number one and then, you know, it just it's just hard. You know, you're, I'm yeah. trying to be everyone's number one and I can't be everyone's number one. And also, I'll get messages from girls all the time and I started a program where like now people can if they want my advice when it comes to like the industry of creative writing whatever but there was a time when everyone was always asking me how do I write a book how do I do this like please give me advice and I and I do it for people I know like I'll tell them but like it got to the point where it was exhausting I think you heard me saying that I'm like right every week five people message me ask me how to write a book but I want to help them because I was once that girl yeah but also I learned everything online and I just watched people watch people's careers and what they did and also just like listen to the God and what he was calling me to do but that's something of like people don't really understand as an author that I get that so much and I've had to set the boundary of like okay if that's not going to be paying for me or if I don't really personally know them or if I don't personally know them and at least have seen their work and I admire that like the brand that they built I don't owe that and that's and that's and I don't mean that to be like cynical it's just literally exhausting it's exhausting to spend an hour and a half with someone on the phone when I'm struggling when I'm nannying and I'm doing people also think I'm rolling in the dough and I'm (laughs) like there's some things that I'm doing really well and I'm really proud of myself in but I still wipe a baby's butt on Monday Thursday and I get that 15 an hour and I'm it humbles me and it's so great and I love those little kids so I think that's a boundary I've had to have and as creatives I think especially it's easy to like negate your worth and be like I'll do it for free I'll do that but I've had to be like no I'm worth money I'm I'm skilled in this I'm like, my time is worth money. Oh,
1: definitely. And I think a lot of times um, for our close friends, for, like, and sometimes in the Christian world, we want to just be like, okay, well, like, friend discount. Or, like, oh, hey, sis, like, do you mind doing this project for me real quick? And I have a lot of friends who are in that creative side, and they've, like, posted c- certain things. And my cousin, she does a, um, she, does, she has her own, events business where she is posting like I will this is my rate and this stays my rate and once I get more business my rate raises like any other business and I respect her for that I think a lot of times we just want to you know get that little like special whatever but that's a boundary as business owners and have I've had make. girls
0: like send my number like people who I know of kinda who have my number from someone else send my number to other people who want to write a book or something and or they'll be like grace hey can I ask this person and I'm usually I'll send them a long reply and be like well I know of you but like this is like a really exhausting conversation because I don't want to just half do it like I don't want to half honestly oh, ass right. it like yeah. if I'm gonna be with someone and tell them what I think would be best for them I want to be able to do it intentionally and so those are just things that like even speaking at colleges now sometimes like this is all the budget we have have and i'm like well i have to take a day off of nannying yeah. my job like it's not just that i'm like mm, do i want to go like it's your it's, livelihood it's when like, it comes down I have to it to pay for groceries and a mortgage like it's not easy and so i think people it's very easy for people especially with any business whether you're a photographer whether you're a hairstylist whatever to try to like cut corners and also it really convicts me that when i have a friend I'm always going to pay them what they're worth you know mm-hmm. I'm going to support them and buy their products and s- not because I want something but because they're my friend you oh know? definitely
1: like I have a student she just started making bracelets just randomly and they're like genuinely really cute and um I all of the students started wearing them and I was like hey girl like I would love to like um I would love to have my own and she was like well yeah like let me just make you one she ends up making me five and I look at her and I'm like I want to support you in this and I want you to realize like what you're doing you're creating an art and like you are a create you are a creative even at this young age and I want to pay you for it. And she was like, no, 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 Miss Valcourt, no, of course not. And I'm like, no, take the money, buy more products, like tell people about what you're doing and like really believing it. And like at the end of the day, yes, money is – the love of money is the root of all evil, all this stuff. But at the end of the day, like when you you, use it and steward it wisely, like you're showing the person that you are worth this and like you are worth so much more than this and you are worth like the skill set and I want – you to continue thriving and growing and i see more mm. for your future
0: and to my corporate girlies because my two other roommates are corporate and they have to like and i'll see them sometimes working on stuff after hours and i get sometimes you have to but there'll be times when they close their computer like no more and i and yeah. i suggest everyone create firm boundaries like after 6 p.m i will not like you said with your emails whether it's your emails whether it's picking up phone calls create the boundaries and also create a sabbath like sabbath if you don't know what that is is like a moment of rest and i've been really trying to work on that and Yeah, honestly, Saturday mornings are usually my day of rest when it comes to like when I get it because I'm not always able to do it on Sundays. Um, but definitely Saturday mornings or I take it slow. I sleep in, you know, I don't have any plans. I don't like babysit on Saturday mornings. I don't you know, that's kind of like my goal. But
1: have at least like a 12 a twelve
0: hour window of just complete rest. Everyone. Oh, definitely. That.
1: Like I always I love seeing my kids out in like the wild or whatever. Um, but <laughs> yeah, there was a specific day where I run into one of my students and it was on my Sabbath. And like he like walks by and he's like. Hey, Miss Valcourt. And he kind of like stands there like expecting for me to sit, sit, stand and talk to him like I usually do at school. But I just look and I'm like, Hey, Caleb, I'll see you on Monday. And I just keep going. And it's like one of those where I'm like, I love you, bud. But like, this is my, this is my day off. This is where I want to just like relax. And I'm just going to keep going. And he respects that. And definitely when it comes to Monday through Friday, we'll have, we'll sit and we'll talk and we'll talk about all the Fortnite dances and whatever middle school boys talk about. Um, But when it comes to my two days off, like that is my boundary. And they all respect that. And they know that we will have those conversations when it comes time.
0: Yeah, and I, I think that's so important in general. I and I know sometimes it's easier than others. I remember having a job where they were like, "Let's do a work trip this weekend. Let's meet." And I was like, "I like y'all are great." Like and like, <laughs> and my favorite was when they'd be like, "Oh, we're gonna surprise you on my Saturday. We can all go to the dinner here." And I'm like, "You know what? I want I want space." You know, <laughs> I you know? want space. <laughs> and they kind of me feel guilty, and I'm like, now I look back, I'm like, yes, have a healthy relationship, but like sometimes that needs to have a boundary. You know? Oh, definitely, like, oh, yeah.
1: Okay. Like I have roommates who, and they're both like super introverted. And like for me I am the extrovert of all extroverts uh-huh. and sometimes they'll kind of like feed into it and she'll look there'll be days where she looks at me she's like Ketley I need to introvert and she'll just close the door and I'm like got it I me have with
0: st- my parents and my any me time okay yeah. let's go to families now too oh families boundaries I will say something I felt convicted by when we went to Live Original Retreat is I'm really bad at giving my family a business relationship. I tell them my best. I will never. It was when something really hard happened to me in 2020. I honestly saw their true colors that they had my back. And they saw me cry. You know, I'm not even like a huggy person, you know that, Kelly. And I remember like my dad gave me a hug and it was like a very emotional moment and I needed that. So I think uh, that taught me that I shouldn't be so, have so many boundaries with them. But then I'll never forget we were speaking, or Sadie Robertson was speaking to us, like a group of like 40 people, and her whole family came to hear her speak. And if there's one thing about me is that I get so stressed when my parents come to hear me speak because I will try to like make them proud versus like do my whole honest of like i've been the drunk girl because i just you know one wants their parents to hear that you know and so i always tell my parents sorry you can't hear me speak you can't hear me speak and then when i saw sadie bring her whole family in for like 40 people like to speak you know i was like she has spoken at stadiums and she is bringing her whole family to Mm -hmm. hear her speak now and it was so cute and so sweet and i and i told sadie i was like honestly that convicted me, and she gave me some great advice, and so that's something I know I need to grow in. Right. Um. Of like, yes, having still boundaries of like, I don't have to say everything to my parents. I can have healthy conversations, and there's certain topics, especially when I like look back on past hurts that aren't that I have to have boundary, and they kind of aren't worth bringing up. As silly as that sounds, but at the same time,
1: I need to be more open when it comes to my career. Oh, that's so true, and I think like it gets super awkward when it talks when you talk about like. Um, boundaries with your family because it's like blood is thicker than water I'll die for my family when like reality like the older like the older you become the older you get like you start to realize how human your parents actually are and you start to see their own flaws and then it's just like obviously you've you know you're now like 18, 25, like 30 and you yourself has have grown but now you're like okay like hey mom the things that you're doing is kind of toxic or like hey dad like you can't say that anymore it's 2022 like <laughs> it's just so such a real thing where you start to actually like become really aware of what your parents do say, who they are. Who, like, and I always ask, I always um, ask this as a fun question, like, would you be friends with your with your parents if they were your age? That's a... And it, it's And also, it's,
0: I will say at the end of the day, you're not friends with most people your own age, so it's not bad if that answer is yes. Like, hey. I know that you wouldn't be friends with them. I honestly, if I would have met my dad, like, I mean, my dad have such the same humor, but I could see me being a brat and not being friends with my dad is like a really smart cookie, like nerdy guy, you know, uh, like not a bad way. Him. But that'd be my own sin, not his. But because we are family, we get to have that bond. But also, I know some people don't have great relationships with their parents or right. family. And like you're not your mom, you're not your dad, like your generation sins aren't barfing on the you and you can have a boundary that protects your heart in that.
1: Right. And there's been times where like my like my family has been so open as to certain things and I had to set the brownie at a very young age. Like I'm like, I should not know this about so and so, blah blah and I had to like literally put my foot down of like, hey, like I don't need to know this. Like there is theres going to come a time, a day or whatever where this is going to come up. But I really just don't need to know this now. And like now, like, you know, time has gone on and I'm older to where I'm like, OK, let's sit down. Let's explore this. I want to figure out like who my family is. Like we do share the same blood. So a lot gets passed down. So I want to recognize like what are some, you know, um, habits that I may be picking up on that I'm might need to like start working on um and it's just an interesting dynamic that starts to shift as we all get older Mm. and it's such an awkward sticky situation but it's like no like we are all finally adults yeah
0: you know who's horrible at boundaries kanye west
1: Oh, you didn't
0: even ask me who you.
1: Like, I was literally like, "Wait, where is she going with this?" You're like, I'm about, to, I'm about to out a family. I literally was. I thought you were. I was like, "Oh my gosh, wait, wait!" <laughs> You're
0: like, "This is gonna be bad, Grace." You know, oh yes, I will say if there's anything, even though it's not family, it's a relationship example. Honestly, and it's sad. People kind of laughing about it, but it's honestly so toxic. The things he's doing, the Kim K with his p- kids by his side. And That's like, the thing is like they're gonna grow up
1: and they're gonna see all of this.
0: Oh, awful! The things he have said about her, and it's hard. And I think honestly mental health is not an excuse like it can explain why you're doing what you're doing but it doesn't excuse it you know and so i think even though that you can have empathy for him right now i'm like the like the relationship
1: things that he's doing right now are just
0: and she, like yeah it's, it's hard for her cause she has to have a boundary but she's the co-parent you know oh definitely and
1: celebrities they have to figure out their own like um dynamics with boundaries and i think that's like what why this is so interesting because yes breakups happen divorce happens in celebrity relationships but I don't remember a time it being this public and this like, Oh, awful. Up to and the things he said, everything. and also
0: I loved them together. I'm really sad about it. Oh, definitely. Actually, I'm a big Kim K fan. It's <laughs> a secret. Mine's a secret. Um, okay, before we wrap
1: up, I know we want to talk about something going on in the news. Do you want to lead it? No, definitely. And I think like what uh, Grace and I always want to do is be very real and honest as to what's happening day to day. And like, um, the reality is we are, you know, watching a lot that's happening um, with the Ukraine and, like, Russia and what uh, Russia's doing to the Ukraine. And I think, like, we really want to be invested and involved with every single second, every single update. Um, but in reality, we are – it's scary. And I think, like, for oh, our completely. generation, um, we've gone through a pandemic. We've gone through, like, stock market crashes. It's we've TikTok, through- I've seen
0: so many, like, firsthand accounts, I feel like, on TikTok. And it's just freaking – it's freaking messed up. Sin is so ugly and in a – world you think where we have learned from world war Two that war is never the answer and like all these men i don't know if you saw all the men from 18 to 60 have to stay and fight right and i've seen video- it's chilling and, oh, it, yeah. and you
1: see videos of like men who are like families um, ukrainians. being separated yeah like, and ukrainians who don't live in the country they're out um they actually come back and to fight and to say that like this is what we have to do and like reality like we are re- we're living this and we're watching it as it happens and like the update and we're all And I, I'm definitely like, you know, want um, to say that I do this myself, where as soon as it posted, as soon as NPR, or like New York Times posted, it, I'm like, I'm going to put that on my story, you know. Um, but in reality, like there's a lot of people who are saying, hey, um, I can't act this step away. I need to like mm-hmm. take a minute and like really take a minute in to just pray for All that's happening because it is scary and it is a reality for um, some Ukrainians, those who are moving out to the U.S. or Europe like this is their daily lives. It's not just an Instagram post for them.
0: And I'd say just it's so important. America has such a big like name that it's easy to think that like. I think just like the way that you can fight this is just always voting for people who care about that. I'm not saying any politician does or doesn't, you know? I think this is a really hard situation, but always voting. That's how you can fight it, and praying. Like, that's sometimes the only thing you have right now in America when that problem's going over there. So I have to even last night, I was getting like almost anxious about watching all the videos. Um, I had to just stop and do what you said and pray and remember these are the things I can control I can always control my vote and I can always control my prayer and I can always control my donations you know right. and those are the things and you work with refugees like that's right. like your career goal and I think there are some people that like when I think of like Ketley maybe one day being on the front lines for things like that that makes me so happy because I know your gifts are made for that um sometimes I get anxious about that and that that is that's also 100% my American privilege you know that's also my being in a Area in a world where we're not dealing with that right now Um, but it doesn't make it less important for me to have the boundary of being like this shouldn't be what I consume I shouldn't just be getting upset or mad or blaming anyone or like just crying on my phone all the time I should be aware of the problem aware of what I can do aware and talking about it with people in a normal conversation but not driving myself anxious about it
1: you know oh yeah definitely I love that you said like I can pray I can vote I can donate and I think a lot of times we kind of stop at that that first one we're just gonna pray like oh let's let's That's pray a good point. for the nation let's pray like, you know all that stuff and those cute Instagram posts um, but like works like for works without or faith without works is nothing and I think we really just have to put our money where our mouth is and like I can or like, time yeah, or time. no or exactly yes. like I can hold off all my Starbucks or my Chick-fil-a or whatever and I want to put my money towards better things and we need to do our best with um, really being as impactful and then saying that like hey I'm done. I donated. Have you seen- I did this and I can step back and I can pray and rest.
0: Have you seen the president of Ukraine? He has been so, such a G like American America G. offered him an evacuation he said I don't need a ride I need ammunition he goes I'm staying with my people and hit he, he is like target number one Russia has said and he's just staying there he will post a video oh yeah YouTube. I'm like what a, what a leader though who's like I'm not gonna back down he also he's Jewish and he his like, great-grandpa was in the World War II and the, like he has family who was in the Holocaust like involved or like hurt by it so it's like he's seen like the, the what were in letting one country that's communist mm. take over yeah will do so that's why he Standing his ground so i don't know everyone stop what you're doing pray like Write down what you can do, but don't just pray. Like, faith that works is dead.
1: Right. And we're like, going to put some links in um, in this little bio to make sure that you guys um, if you feel led. Um, if you have the resources to go and actually um, help out, do what you can, um, spread the word as to what um, organizations are viable and good. If you have a good one, if you know a local one, if you know um, a, a reputable one, hit us up. We would love to get as involved, as involved as possible.
0: Yes, especially. Okay. And now, back on a lighter note, Ketley, before we end, Sponsored post. <laughs> sponsored post. Sponsored episode. Who are you? Sponsored sponsoring?
1: episode. I feel like I talked about I've them a lot. I have also told
0: Kelly to be. Are you, are you sponsoring it to the pilot?
1: I'll sponsor to the pilot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> how romantic! Romantic. Um, like, I, I hope wondered, he listens. That's what, what I was he, thinking. He, he, he
1: definitely he sees that. Like my, I post about this. So part of me is like, ah, uh, hit or miss. We'll see. Anyway, sponsored to you. You have to get to the end. Yeah,
0: definitely, to you, honey. <laughs> yes, I
1: don't know. How, like we got a nickname. <laughs> him. Wait,
0: what's okay? It's like gotta be like a nickname for him. Oh, a pilot and French. French airman. <laughs> French airmen. Okay, I love it. I love it. Okay, that's so hot. Okay. I'm gonna sponsor this podcast too. I will say, honestly, the gym. I've been hitting the fitness lately. Extra hard, but I weigh more probably than I used to, but my it's weird. It's like I'm gaining muscle, but I definitely there's some days where I've been really insecure lately. But I kind of got to the point where I have to pray over that. And I'm like, I'm strong, not skinny, and that's kind of my goal. I mm, so love a fit queen. I get very overwhelmed easily. But the gym, I always feel better when I go to the gym. And so if you
1: want to go to the gym today, you do it. Even if you just go on a long walk. Kelly loves walks. I love walks. Well, um, we loved having um, this conversation with you guys. We love staying updated. We love when you guys answer questions and stay super involved on the um, Instagram. What's um, the Instagram? It is Water Into Wide Wine Podcast. Water Into Wine Podcast. Yes, it is. And if you want to follow our personals, mine is on private because of my kitties. But she'll accept you, right? I'll definitely accept you. Yeah, i have to do a vetting process because there's been times i let some kids in. But um, it is underscore K-E-T-T and then two underscores after and then Grace... Is at the Grace Valentine. But thank you all so much. We'll talk to you next week.